Hi there. My name is Kevin Benko, and welcome to Hacker Public Radio. I wish to discuss a brief and basic overview of logical volume management, or LVM. Please note some disclaimers. First off, I'm coming from a Debian GNU Linux uh, frame of reference, and there is a possibility that some of the command line details and some of the commands that I'm going to discuss may differ in slightly in other distributions. Um, also note the current LVM package is LVM2, and when I use the term LVM, I am indeed referring to LVM2. What is logical volume management? LVM is, to paraphrase it in my own words, an abstraction layer between the real live actual physical device partitions and the GNU Linux operating system. When I say it's an abstraction layer, I mean to say that you've got the real live physical partitions and you are the LVM is a set of tools that allows you to create and manipulate um, let's say virtual partitions on top of these physical partitions and the operating system sees and mucks around with the virtual partitions plus the term virtual and virtualization is kind of trending now, so we'll stick with that, with that definition. For a brief overview of our brief overview, with logical volume management, we must first consider the physical partitions on the real-life physical device. Now, each of these real-life physical partitions to be used in LVM must be identified in the partition table as an LVM partition. Each real-life physical partition must be prepared as an LVM physical volume. Now, an LVM volume group is composed of one or more LVM physical volumes. And each LVM volume group consists of zero or more LVM logical volumes. Each LVM logical volume is a container that the GNU Linux operating system will view as a device partition onto which a file system can be created. And for all intents and purposes, to the best of my knowledge, an LVM logical volume can be treated as if it were a real live actual um, device partition. It'll become clear, hopefully, as we go on. Let us consider the process for setting up LVM on an existing GNU Linux system. Personally, I have no experience setting up LVM during install, and since I run Debian, I don't foresee ever having to do a reinstall on my system until the heat death of the universe. Um, but I really can't conceive that it's any more difficult to set up LVM on an install than it is to set up LVM on an existing system. Uh, and given today's 
installers that come with the distributions, it might be a little easier to set up LVM on a on install. Anyway, I'm, for for examples here, I am going to use what I've got going on my system to some extent. First, we need some partitions on real life physical devices to mess around with. On my particular setup, I am using the following partitions for LVM. Slash dev slash HDE2, slash dev slash HDE3, and slash dev slash HDF1. So by using using FDisk, uh, when, I, when I create these partitions in the partition table, I need to set the system ID flags for these partitions to be LVM partitions. And with FDisk, that's 8E. So using FDisk, I set these partitions to be identified as 8E Linux LVM partitions. Then I'm going to use the pvcreate command. PV stands for physical volume. I'm going to use the pvcreate command to initialize the partitions for LVM. I would guess that the pvcreate command, amongst other things, makes entries into some sort of LVM database that oh, identifies or notes or records the drive and partition specifications in some manner. Uh, back about two years ago, I borked my LVM stuff to some degree when I was messing around with it, and I had to actually go in and uh, edit the uh, this database file manually. And thank God for text files. Anyway, the syntax of the pvcreate command is pvcreate followed by a list of one or more um, physical device partitions. So in this particular case, I, I enter the command pvcreate slash dev slash hde2 slash dev slash hde3 and slash dev slash hdf1. I then need to create some volume groups. As I said earlier, each volume group consists of one or more physical volumes. And each volume group also contains zero or more logical volumes. We may, if we desire, have a volume group extend across physical volumes on more than one physical device, physical hard drive. Isn't that cool? I will be creating two volume groups for my example. In an astounding flash of creativity and divine inspiration, I've decided to call these two volume groups LVM group and alternate LVM. Let me give you a moment to settle down from this uh, blinding flash of creativity. Thus, to create the first, to create L the volume group called LVM group, I enter the command vgcreate space LVM group space slash dev slash HDE2 space slash dev slash HDE3. This creates the volume group called LVM group, and it contains the physical volumes 
dev HDE2 and dev HDE3. And the other for the for the other volume group, I use VG Create Alternate LVM Dev HDF1. These commands have created the two volume groups, LVM group and alternate LVM. Right now, all I have is a pair of volume groups with nothing in them. All about all I can do right now is use the VGS command to query the volume groups. When I answer the VGS command, amongst other things, the command will tell me the number of physical volumes composing each volume group, the number of logical volumes in each volume group, the size of each volume group, and the amount of free space in each volume group. Well, let's face it, you might not, in, in, a, in a particular volume group, you might not want to use all the, the, spree, the free space available for your logical volumes. So there's this pool of free space that you can divvy up as you will amongst the vo logical volumes. Now let us create some logical volumes to actually do something with. I'm going to be using the lvcreate command. And the syntax is lvcreate um, dash dash size followed by the size of the logical volume, dash dash name, followed by the name of the volume, and the name of the volume group you're, you're, you're putting this logical volume in. Now, in my particular situation, in, my particular, in this particular example, I wish to create logical volumes named swap, home, and music in the volume group called LVM group and logical volumes named swap and source in the volume group named alternate LVM. So I enter lvcreate dash dash size 1g name swap LVM group. This creates a logical volume named swap of a size of one gigabyte in the volume group called LVM group. LV, similarly, lvcreate dash dash size 13G name home LVM group creates a volume group, sorry, creates a logical volume called, named home in the volume group named LVM group, and it's 13 gigabytes big. And LV create dash dash size 47G dash dash name music LVM group creates a logical volume named music in the volume group named LVM group and it is 47 gigabytes big. Similarly, I'll, ent I'll, issue, I'll enter the commands, commands LV create dash dash size 1G, dash dash name swap, alternate LVM, and LV create dash dash size 1G, dash dash name source, alternate LVM. This is going to create the appropriately named logical volumes in the um, alternate LVM group, and both of them are one gigabyte big. So, as of right now, these 
logical volumes are just containers. They don't have any file systems in them. Can't do squat with them. So we've got physical volumes that uh, refer to physical um, partitions on devices. We've got one or more physical volumes grouped together to form a volume group. And uh, inside this volume group, we've got uh, several logical volumes. Now, as far as the computer, or as far as the operating system is concerned, these logical volumes are the same thing as partitions. And right now, these partitions, these logical volumes, don't have anything in them, so they're just uninitialized partitions right now. We've got to throw some file systems in there. Now, since each of these logical volumes is considered as a partition by the operating system, we can refer to the logical volumes the same way we refer to partitions in the following manner. Slash dev, slash the name of the volume group, slash the name of the logical volume. So, for example, my home, the logical volume named home, I used in my example, I, can, I, can, I will refer to that as slash dev, slash LVM group, slash home. That's the, the name of the partition as far as the operating system is concerned. Now, using the examples above, we're going to create the uh, appropriate file systems in the uh, above logical volume containers as follows. First, a disclaimer, and don't laugh at me. I am using ext2 and ext3 exclusively. Oh, and swap partition stuff exclusively. I am not going to mess around with ext4 yet. I don't use riser file system. I am old-fashioned ext2, ext3. So, once you're done laughing at me, I'll continue. So, since I've got two logical volumes uh, set aside for swap partitions, I'm going to use the make swap command on both of them. mkswap slash dev slash lvm group slash swap and mkswap slash dev slash alternate lvm slash swap. This, as expected, creates uh, swap partitions in, creates a uh, swap um, file systems, I guess, inside these partitions. Then using our example, and continuing with our example above, I'm going to throw some, or create some ext3 file systems on the remaining three logical volumes. Um, make mke2fs-j uh, dev lvm group home make e2fs dash j dev lvm group music and make e2fs dash j dev alternate lvm source so inside of our logical volume containers i've created uh, the appropriate uh, swap file systems and ext3 file systems next we need to mount the logical volumes in our directory tree by making the appropriate entries in the um, etsy fs tab file. 
I'm going to assume that because you're screwing around with logical volume management and partitions and whatnot, that you're pretty okay with editing the Etsy FS tab file. I uh, would like to make one note on something in the uh, FS tab file with respect to logical volume management, with respect to logical volumes, actually. In the field where, the, fir the first field in the Etsy FS tab, um, where it um, where we put down the name of the partition. I've seen it done two different ways, and it's probably at least a third way to put it to uh, denote the uh, logical volume partition. Uh, I don't see any difference between them uh, with regards to how the operating system deals with them, so it probably doesn't make a difference, but I'm not too sure. Now, the first way I've seen of designating it, uh, designating the logical volume is to use our example above using the home logical volume slash dev slash LVM group slash home. I've also seen it used, uh, denoted as slash dev slash mapper slash LVM group dash home. Um, I've used them both. I don't see any difference. They both work. Additionally, one can use UUID numbers in order to designate the logical volumes in the Etsy FS tab file. UUID stands for Universally Unique Identifier. Sadly, in my unworthiness, I have very little experience using UUID numbers in the Etsy FS tab file. And if you use UUIDs, you know more about it than I do. I'm sorry. I am unworthy. I suck. Thus far, we've created the excuse me. I've created the abstraction layer that allows us that has allowed us to create several logical volumes in several volume groups. We've also created file systems in these logical volumes, and we have the ability to create mount points, edit the etsy fs tab file, and to plug our or to mount our new file systems into our directory tree. Now. As an aside, my own personal reasons for even getting into logical volume management were that once upon a time in the days of yore, I partitioned my hard drive using regular plain old physical partitions. And I set up a partition for my home directory. And everything was good. And then I started accumulating audio files. And I was in danger, dreadful danger of overrunning of, of running out of space in my home partition. For a brief point for a brief piece of time, I for a brief um, period of time I even had a public directory in the root file system to put all my music in, but that was a bad idea, I think, to to throw extraneous crap like that in the root partition. So I needed some solution. And I sat down and I tried to figure out a way to partition my hard drive so that this kind of thing wouldn't happen again. I asked myself, well, how would I partition this hard drive that will allow me to have enough space 
to do anything I wanted. That it would allow me the flexibility to, oh, if I accumulated, uh, started messing around with uh, video and stuff like that, like my wife does, it would allow me to, uh, with my current, with a, to set, set up a set of partitions that would be always be big enough, no matter what. And, you know, I just couldn't think of any way to do it. And that's how that's how I, and I remember hearing about this LMV stuff. And what the hell is this LMV stuff? So I, I looked into it, and that's why I'm using LVM because it gives me the the flexibility. I wanted to grow at first my home partition, and also shrink other partitions to make room for the larger home partition. So in order to give myself um, this flexibility, I eventually basically LVM'd most of my uh, my file system. I still have two real live hard drive non-LVM partitions. That's my boot partition and my root partition. But I've got LVM set up for two swap partitions on two separate drives, and I have got LVM set up for well my local backup on the um, on my local backup that I do my uh, hourly backups for my home directory on the physical hard drive. Um, my, I have a public directory in, in under my home directory. Uh, I got a music partition, an audio books partition, a podcast partition, the partition in which I do all my compiling, um, my wallpapers. I even got LVM set partitions for um, my temp directory, my USR directory, and my VAR directory. Yeah, maybe I'm a little crazy with that, but it gives me a lot of flexibility to screw around with partition sizes and resize things. And since I'm kind of crazy, and uh, I don't want to use the word crazy, since I'm kind of weird about... Uh, also, for some reason, I really haven't figured out yet, I keep my logical volumes all at about 90% capacity. Uh, this gives me some free space left over in the volume groups that I could mess around with if I need to. If I need to, if I need to slap a quick gigabyte onto this partition real quick, I can do that. If I need to grow a particular partition by a few hundred megabytes or a gigabyte or so, I can do that without worrying about it because i got enough free space left over in the volume groups. Now, the above setup works for me. It allows me the flexibility to shrink and grow partitions to suit my own evil purposes. Uh, the way I got this set up with keeping all my partitions, at all my LVM partitions at 90% capacity um, requires that I check available um, file system sizes, or the available space I got on the file systems, and the available space I've got in my uh, volume groups, but ah, that's okay for me. This sort of thing might not be to anyone else's liking. You might decide if, that if you use LVM, you want to have a more oh conservative setup than I've got. Whatever. LVM allows you the flexibility to do all this kind of stuff. 
Now, I've been referring to shrinking and growing logical volumes and file systems without mentioning the process yet. In a normal non-LVM setup, where all my partitions are just partitions on devices, if I wanted to shrink a file system, I'd have to use the I'd first have to shrink the file system using the appropriate resizing command. Resize 2s, yeah. Resize 2fs for ext2 and ext3. Then I'd have to resize the partition by way of fdisk. Write the changes to the partition table, and hope it worked. Similarly, to grow a file system, I'd have to use fdisk to make the changes to the partition table, and then use the resize command to grow the file system up to the size of the partition. Seems to me one of the shortcomings of this is the fact that I will be needing, in order to grow a file system, I need there to be some unused or unallocated space between the partitions. Even using a graphical tool like gparted, I'm, I'm sure we can really quick think of circumstances in which we don't have the unallocated space between partitions or between between the partitions that are going to let us directly grow that partition or we do have unallocated free space somewhere else and we got to we got we got to do the whole juggle shrink, shrink and grow thing and you know what? I don't. I can just think of how that could be either not possible or uh, not easy. Logical volume management makes this process of resizing logical volumes and file systems really much more flexible. With LVM, when we grow a file system, first we grow. We make the logical volume larger. Then we resize the file system up to the size of the logical volume. When we shrink a file system, we first resize the file system down smaller to where we want it, and we resize the logical volume till it matches the size of the file system. I'm going to mention this several times. You must be extremely careful when shrinking the logical volume. If you shrink the logical volume to be smaller than the file system, you will cry. Ask me how I know this. More notes. Sorry, I'm, like I said, I'm coming from an EXT2 and EXT3 frame of reference. I'm old-fashioned here. If I have an EXT2 file system in a logical volume, if I want to grow it or shrink it, I need to unmount the file system, run a file system check with a dash F flag on the logical volume before I can do anything to the file system. So if I've got ext2, I need to unmount, do a file system, force a file system check on it before I can, before I can even think about resizing things. If I have an ext3 file system inside of a logical volume, I can grow the file system in line without having to unmount or file system check or anything. 
However, if I want to shrink an ext3 file system, I first have to unmount, do a file system check, or force a file system check, and then shrink it. And again, I have to mention, if you shrink the logical volume to be smaller than the file system, you will have a bad day. Continuing with our examples above, suppose I have just acquired a large number of AUG files containing yodeling music. And I want to add that yodeling music to my music collection, which has its own partition. But, you know, suppose my music, my home public music partition, also known as slash dev, slash LVM group, slash music. Suppose that partition is too small. And, you know, I really want that yodeling music. I need to grow that partition by one gigabyte because you can never have too much yodeling music, can you? So, first thing, I check that my volume group has enough free space to let me grow it using the VGS command. I check using the VGS command. I check on the free space and say, let's just suppose I do have a gigabyte of free space available. So, growing an uh, growing an ext3 file system. Enter lv resize dash dash size plus 1G, and the name of the logical volume, slash dev, slash LVM group, slash music. So I've resized the logical volume, the container, to be one gigabyte bigger than it used to be. Then I resize the file system up to the size of the container using resize2fs, slash dev, slash LVM group, slash music. Of note, with the LV resize command, my size can be plus some size, minus some size, or just a plain old size. And if I just enter a plain old size, it will be that absolute, it will resize it to that value. In this particular, in this particular example, I use my size of plus 1G, basically saying add a gigabyte. If, for example, however, I had um, ext2 file system on that music partition, first I'd unmount it, do a file system check, enter lv resize, resize e2fs, and then remount it. But because I'm using lv uh, ext3, don't have to worry about unmounting things to grow a logical volume or a file system. This is good for, suppose I'm making some changes, I'm installing a bunch of packages, and I've got my USR directory on its own partition, and I notice that, wow, I'm running out of space there. I can, if i got ext3 on there, if I have an ext3 file system on there, I can enter a quick lv resize command and an lv resize e2fs command, and if I type quick enough, I can get those things resized up to... Uh, something bigger that I can fit my stuff on, new stuff on. Anyway, back to our example. Suppose I have noted that my free space in my volume group is insufficient to grow that music partition, but I really, really, really want that yodeling music. So I need to check 
if I have any extraneous free space in any file systems that are in logical volumes in that volume group so that I can reallocate some of that extraneous free space into the volume groups uh, unallocated, into the volume groups free space so that I can have enough free space left over to grow the music partition. So I check, I check the file system sizes by doing a df-h, or capital H actually, to see if I have any file, system, file systems with extraneous free space. And suppose I note, for example, that I have, oh, five gigabytes of free space in my home file system, my slash home file system. And then I recall in, a, in an amazing fit of sanity, I've deleted my three gigabyte collection of LOL cats pictures. Why? Because I realize that no one needs three gigabytes of LOL cats. No one needs 3K of LOL cats, whatever. So I can free up that extraneous free space in the file system, shrink the logical volume to fit the file system, um, and then I'll have that reallocated space, that unused space, back in the volume group free space pool to let me grow some other file system, for example, or to let me grow some other logical volume, for example. And I need to mention, if you shrink the logical volume to be smaller than the file system, it will screw up your day. Oh, some notes first if, you be shrink if you're shrinking file systems. The DF command. If you're displaying the size of the file system in human-readable format, it's going to do some rounding. Take this into account, please. Also, as far as I know, most file systems... Okay, let's say the only file systems I know are the EXT2 and EXT3. And these file systems set aside a default of 5% of the file system for the root user. Don't forget to take that into account. So when you're resizing a file system, the DF command rounds off when you're, in human, when you're displaying it in human-readable format. And don't forget that 5% uh, that's been set aside for the root user. Now, let us resize a file system down. Let us shrink a file system. First, we unmount the file system. And if we have other file systems mounted on that file system, we need to unmount those also. Then we force a file system check on that file system. Let's say we do E2FSEK-F slash dev slash LVM group slash home. And then we do a resize, and we resize that file system down. So we say resize E2FS slash dev slash LVM home slash home. Sorry, slash dev slash LVM group slash home. And we enter some number. Call it new size. All right, new size. Then we do an LV resize. LV resize dash dash size and we enter that number we used that size we used for the resize 2FS then we enter the name of the logical volume slash dev slash LVM group slash home 
important when we use that LD resize command. We need to double check a few things. When we're shrinking a logical volume, LD resize will warn you that since you're shrinking the L logical volume, you could screw up your file system. Have I mentioned that if you shrink the logical volume to be smaller than the file system, you will cry? So please, 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 please double check first that when you resized the file system, it resized successfully. If it didn't resize successfully because it ran out of space, you got to get it to resize successfully. So you got to start yutzing around with it until you get it to resize successfully. So there's enough space to resize it down to. So you make certain that, that when you resize that file system down, when you shrunk that file system, that it did it successfully. Next, double check the value you entered for LV resize, for the size of the logic, new logical volume, is the same exact value you entered for your successful resizing of the file system. Again, double check. When you shrunk the file system, was it successful? And the number you, the size you entered to shrink the file system had better be the same size that you enter to shrink the logical volume. Have I mentioned that if you shrink the logical volume to be smaller than the file system, you will cry? So if you double-check this and you're absolutely certain that your logical volume is going to be resized no smaller than your file system, enter, enter yes or enter y for yes, and... It'll do, and LV resize will do it. Note that the size of a logical volume defaults to be a multiple of 4 megabytes, I think. Thus, the LV create command will always, will, if necessary, round up to the nearest multiple of 4 megabytes. If this happens, LVCreate will inform you of this. So you might have a, a couple extra megabytes, you know. So when you enter the LVCreate command, it'll say, oh, got to round up to the nearest four megabytes. And not being one to waste disk space, I'd hit it within a, I, I'd resize the file system again once I resize the logical volume to get pick up those anywhere between zero and uh, four megabytes extra that it rounded up to. Oh, when I'm all done, remount what I had just unmounted, and everything's happy. Also of note, suppose you've got a file, you, you've got a, uh, uh, a Linux, a GNU Linux setup where you've got some logical volume management going on. You've got a bunch of logical volumes. And for some reason, you need to use a live CD to, oh, do some rescuing or something. Now, some rescue CDs will have LVM functionality. This is good. However, depending on the setup of a particular live CD, even though it has the LVM functionality, when your live CD came online, it might not have bothered to identify any logical volumes you've got laying around. 
for example, I'm right, I've got a, a like a two-year-old uh, Canopix uh, CD I use sometimes when I break things. It has LVM functionality, but it doesn't bother to check my logical volumes when it when it comes online. So I need to use the command VG scan to scan for volume groups, and I just enter I just enter the command VG scan. Uh, things whir, things spin, things grind a little bit, and it recognizes the volume groups, and then I can mount them in the appropriate mount points and muck around with them if I need to. Well, you know, I think that about does it for my attempted basic and brief overview of logical volume management. Hopefully, from the examples I've given, you can sort of see how LVM is a pretty powerful and flexible tool for managing partitions, for creating and managing um, virtual partitions, shall we say. Please note I've only brushed the surface. I've barely scratched the surface of the flexibility in LVM, as there are many more commands and many more command line options that'll allow the system administrator a lot more flexibility in creating and managing physical volumes, volume groups, and logical volumes. Well, I guess that's about it. My name is Kevin Benko. And this was my attempt at Hacker Public Radio. Thank you for your time and have a swell day. Thank you for listening to Hacker Public Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.